and thank you for joining us on another episode of Why Theory. As always, I am your host, Ryan Engley, joined, as always, by co-host Todd McGowan. Todd, how you doing, buddy? Good, Ryan. How you doing? I am doing all right. You know, um, actually, I have a couple things um, of, of follow-up from our, our last episode that I think might lead us into this week's topic, which is about, um, it's another Lacanian aphorism episode, as you know from clicking on this, and we're going to look at two, well, two interrelated phrases. One, which is the big other does not exist. Uh, and then the second one is uh, there is no subject supposed to know. So we're going to look at the relation between those two. Um, but just as a, a follow-up from last week, do you know how we were talking about um, like some of the, a lot of the things that are different in this current protest movement um, in 2020 from 2015? And right. I think one or both of us talked about the police officers that were um, kneeling with protesters. Right. Okay, so two things. Is it like I think this is kind of amazing. Uh, people who do this genuinely, like officers who have done this genuinely, have been fired. Like this happened in wow. San Francisco. Yeah, this happened in San Francisco. But most of the time, and I don't know if this is still happening, it's a craven police tactic that's now being taught to like de-escalate in protesters. <laughs> and I, someone said that someone said this to me after I, I told them a little bit about our episode, and and they said like they they said it to me as like, does this kind of challenge your thinking that this is like like different and I said like no because you know what that that means that means the police officers are now teaching each other that they are the problem and I think right. that that's right. I, mean, I think that's right. kind of that's kind of amazing so if, like also does it do you think it rules out the universality of the gesture if you're faking it like, uh, like yeah interesting like like because isn't universality it like it speaks through the fake like like yeah. like when we're when we're taking on some kind of position in society we're doing it a lot of times we're doing it in a faked way we're just doing what we think people want to want to want to hear from us etc and and the universal can speak through that i think so i'm not sure that they I, maybe they're faking themselves out with that i know that. it's 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 great. I just think that it's, it's. I think it's really great that they that they think like, oh well, you know, we'll just like we'll just pander, and then that means that that we won. And it's like, no, you <laughs> you recognize right. the issue is you, and that's yeah. a, that's a huge like that that's um uh I think I think we we've said this before um or we may have said it in the last episode, but um the progress is won when antagonism changes. And if officers are teaching each other that they are the, the, the antagonism, it doesn't matter if they recognize that or not, but that's what's, right. That's what's yeah, that's out. good. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. And so anyway, this is my like sort of a, like a, like a hook from the previous episode into this episode about uh, the big other. And I think it's relevant to, um, to, to think of course, um, uh, policing and this um, like our current moment of, of heightened uh, awareness of social justice and uh, what a social justice program would mean and thinking about terms that Lacan develops about um, uh, Big Other and uh, really social authority is, is kind of what he's getting at. Is that, is that right, right, Todd? No, I think that's right. And by, I should mention that we're doing this episode on requests. Someone wants to talk about Big oh, Other. Yes, but, yes, yes. But yeah, I think that's exactly right. Like Big Other, you could just equate it with social authority. But I don't think you can equate it you know, I were talking about this before. I don't think you can equate it with either ideology or with the symbolic order. And I think a lot yeah. of times people make that the, that error in either direction. Either they say the mm -hmm. big other is ideology or they say the big other is the symbolic order. And I think you made a nice point about this, and I'm going to say it in your stead. <laughs> uh, you said, well, no one would say that 
the ideology doesn't exist, so that it can't be that there can't be an equivalent, swap. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, let's get it. Let's get into that. Let's let's, let's pull that out and and uh, the, the 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 logic and 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 see what we get there. So like how? So why? When is the first time Lacan says uh, says this about the about the Big Other? Okay. So that's really interesting. So it's incredibly late. So Big Other doesn't exist. Doesn't come until the fantasy seminar, Logic of Fantasy mm-hmm. seminar fourteen, nineteen sixty seven. So it's after. Mm-hmm. The famous seminar eleven for fundamental concepts of psychoanalysis, and the the most interesting thing is ten years prior, nineteen fifty seven, seminar five, the formations of the unconscious. Lacan <laughs> says this very interesting opposed thing: the big other does exist. So <laughs> so you're like, what? Wait a minute, how can that be? Why did he say that? And I think it's interesting that the early Lacan, so the kind of seminar five is still this Lacan of the symbolic. And he's trying mm-hmm. to say, look, you think that you're just relating directly to another individual, mm-hmm. but you're really caught up in a symbolic framework directed by the big other. And I think that's the sense in which he wanted to tell people the big other does exist. So, right. and I also think you, you probably could say, you have to first believe the big other does exist in order to understand that the big other doesn't exist. Yeah. So this is the, I I think why I like the phrase, the, um, there is no subject supposed to know as the, as, as an equivalent and as a, something that if you're looking for something in, in Lacan or, or, well, I'll just keep like that. Something else that's in Lacan to, to make a straight swap is that this is the, um, the subject supposed to know is the position that, the analyst occupies for the analysand when they begin uh, d- analysis. And right. what you have to, he postulates, uh, what the, the analysand has to um, move through is this, they have to recognize that there is no outside authority that will guarantee their consistency. And the analyst especially can't do that. But this is one of those things that um, the wrong, like the, the it's, it's, it's fascinating. The right, um, the right conclusion at the right, at the wrong time, like destroys the whole idea. So like, it's the wrong conclusion. It's, it's right? the wrong conclusion. Yeah. And, right. and so, so that's the whole thing with the, like, if we're going to stamp out like a, cause I feel like, um, I don't know. I hope that that no one is 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 lost at this like early early part. But like the the idea of the um of the big other is this again that that there is a um what like a like a, an imaginary uh, social um, authority authority yeah, that's that, calling the shots in the, in the society right exactly like, like yes. I was thinking like what did say you move into a new high school right mm-hmm. and someone says you say like what give me the lay of the land in this new high school like. Uh, yeah. In, in 10 Things I Hate oh, About You. Oh, 10 Things I Hate About You. That's the beginning. The guy yeah, just right. walks through the high school and says, this is the one group, this is the other group, yep. and he, he mm-hmm. tells them exactly where things stand. And and what you could imagine someone saying, like, oh, the big other doesn't exist. There's no popularity here. And you would know right, right away, like, that's a lie. Like, clearly mm-hmm. at every school, there's some kind of force of social authority, some kind of big other. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about the two great examples of this among teen films are Mean Girls and Heathers, right? Where the mm-hmm. there's this little, both times a group of three women. I think Mean Girls is a is a ripoff of Heathers, but um, <laughs> uh, three girls that determine right what the what the what 
social reality basically is. So mm-hmm. they they function as such authorities that they determine the the entire bearing of the high school. And I yeah. think that's that if if you just went in and said you went to Sherwood High School and said in Ohio, it's interesting that Heather's is shot in Ohio or, to, or set in Ohio. <laughs> set in Ohio. Shot. Have yeah. you never thought uh, about that? <laughs> oh, I have actually. I mean, there's, there's a great scene where the the there are these two guys that uh, Christian Slater and Winona Ryder kill, and then they <laughs> they present it like it's a suicide. A, 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 that they were they couldn't. Uh, come out with their they couldn't come out with their love right. for each other these two football players right. and they they leave bottled water with them and and then the the, the cop that discovers their body is like bottled water i knew they were gay <laughs> like or i can't believe they're gay <laughs> something so there's this like crazy kind of kind of thing but um about ohio uh, yeah, okay <laughs> But if you went to that school and someone said, well, the big other doesn't exist, you'd look and you'd be like, well, that just can't be right because there's yeah. these people that really are calling the shots. So I think you first have to accept that there is a big other in order mm-hmm. to accede finally to the idea that the big other doesn't exist when you get yeah. to the point where you can see that, okay, their authority, it's not a consistent authority, but an authority that's at odds with itself and that often undermines itself and that and that it can't you can't really rely on it yeah that's great that's because the point is i mean this is what connects the two statements the earlier one where he he's clear that the big other does exist and then later the more well-known aphorism that i I think people who haven't even uh, read lacan know this the big other does not exist what the point is that this sense of social authority is not substantial. There's no sub. There's no substance to it, and um, it's you. You know, I, I love the. I love the example of the the teen film and of the high school. Like the this the 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 because I I don't know thinking about high school like the the feeling of how people like arrange themselves. I can still like you know many decades away from that, uh, but like it's I can still feel it. I'm sure like other listeners can too, or just or just like at work or just. Um, you know, like, uh, I'm, it's so funny. All of, all, all my, all my examples are, are of course from a world where, um, coronavirus is not widespread, but like, you know, you want to say like how, you know, like, um, when, you know, when people are in line, right. Cause this will happen is that, um, you can imagine a, uh, like you can, you can imagine a social distance line very easily being cut by someone and that's not really a transgression against anybody it's a transgression of social authority really and it's and i think that the important thing is like it's kind of twofold there is that like everybody has this sense of like fairness of like you know you got here first so you deserve this place in the line um but also that doesn't really exist it but it's still, it kind of binds everybody together. And so that's where you get those two senses of that. Like you, you have to, if if you, if you come at this, like, Oh, there are no rules to anything. I can do what I want. That's not like an enlightened position. That's like, that's the, well, that's, I think Lacan designates as the position of the psychotic, right? Right. Like to, to not, to, to, to be beyond rules and, 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 uh, and, just yeah just social um and and symbolic binding so you can kind of see you can kind of see why um why folks make 
the uh, the connection to the big other being a straight swap for the symbolic or right. or just explaining it. And you can also see why people would make the straight swap for ideology as well. But the the problem is, you know, the symbolic. I mean, the, the symbolic does exist, and it is it is it is this this glue. Right. Um, this this connective tissue, and, and it's wider. I think that's isn't yeah. that the key that it's wider yeah. than either ideology or the big other. Yeah, yeah, I think that's absolutely true. And um, and of course, the other part about the, I mean, the other problem with that is that like you wouldn't you you, you wouldn't say language doesn't exist. I don't think right. either. You right. know, and and um, so uh, it, it, it mis it misunderstands the fr- it becomes a, like a I know you, sometimes people do this in in like our circles is like you try to have like a really edgy formulation of like of of something that doesn't exist and and it I, I think it kind of it ends up missing the missing the point which is that um this this thing this thing that um holds everything together is insubstantial and this is sort of the um I think we've talked about this before like um like Slavoj's like uh, insight to um on on ideology is that it's very I mean it's very much real um, and it is on, but it, it's not like, um, it's not underneath, like supporting everything. It is this, uh, it's lived out. It's yeah. And it, and it just like, it's like, I think we like to, to phrase it like it just smooths out that contradiction. It just, it, it, it kind of makes everything reasonable. And like what, we, what we have, I think right now in the United States is a refusal of, prevailing ideology that smooths out the contradiction specifically of how punitive the justice system is to, um, black and brown people. Like, like we're just like a refusal of the, um, copaganda. You like, the, I, I heard that phrase a couple of years ago from a student and I loved it. Um, but, uh, the, 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 that says that like, Oh, well these people get arrested the most cause they must be committing the most crimes. And that's like, it was for, I mean, for a very long time, right. That's a accepted position. It's still the position of the, of the right. You see it on, on, um, social media, like, the, like people saying like, has anyone pointed out if you don't commit crimes, you won't get arrested. And it's like, that's not, that is that is the big other speaking through someone else. I think would be would be right. would be an example, and it's also an ideological position. So you can see the how the two uh, are together. But it's worth it's worth separating the three. That like the symbolic is is wider than than the big other, and and the big ideology, other doesn't it doesn't it yeah, tell right. us how to relate to ideology? Yeah, that's, that's what I was really, going to say. That's really, really nice. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that that's absolutely true. Yeah, I think that's right. And I think so. I want to. I want to bring up an example of. I don't wonder what you think. Of which is mm-hmm. which here? So, so the 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 refusal to wear the mask today, right? Like that's oh, yeah, a very yeah. that's become mm-hmm. a pretty common position in certain places, right? In Texas, mm-hmm. it's a big thing not to wear the mask, and. I think that's an interesting case where it's the big other telling you don't wear mm-hmm. the mask, even though you feel, and I think this is a key thing, and this is why I think to say the big other doesn't exist and as the starting point is wrong because mm-hmm. if you just say to yourself, well, I don't, I feel like it's just me saying this and I feel like I'm defying what I'm being told mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's people who don't wear a mask feel like they're 
being defiant and they're doing something utterly individual, right? To both yes. those things. Mm-hmm. But I think they're actually, that's the great capitulation to the big other. So I think yeah. that is true. But what's interesting, so I live in Vermont, as most people know, and here, I think it's almost the opposite. I think here, yeah. big other, I mean, <laughs> sorry, the mask is not just this, uh, I don't know, like symbolic uh, shared structure. Mm-hmm. It's also what the big other commands you to wear. So here, yeah. if you don't, like my mom's husband has gone mm-hmm. up to people, he's seen them in the grocery, they're not wearing a mask, and he'll scream at them and say, don't you care about all about other people? And uh-huh. I thought, like, that's, per- you know, I, I actually don't disagree with him totally, but it is a, it's an interesting way in which the big other can be, you know, like it's the same country, and yet in these different areas, the yeah. big other is actually commanding the opposite thing. Yeah. You know, so great. it's not consistent what the big other commands. Yeah. That's pretty great. I like that. And I, well, because that, that's, I think this is a pretty good thing to put in there is that like, do you want to be seen? You know, like, 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 are you acting in a way in which you want to be, um, like uh, these are the, the words that like, such a great point, Ryan, such a great point. Yeah. Like, like you, are you acting in such a way that you want the, your action to be guaranteed by some outside authority, right? Like, like, like your your mother's husband is appealing to it's clearly appealing to the big other and to this like this big other of uh, rules and regulations right to justify this clear social transgression of like going up to someone and yelling at them which under any other circumstance uh he'd probably not do Right. Um, but you're right. He has the, he has, he feels like he can do it because he has the big other on his side. Right. right. Like that's, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's, and I think I love the way you put that, that it's like, it's like a, it's, it's, it's not just a net below, which mm-hmm. it is that, but it's also like a, something, a, a, a look constantly, a look of approbation saying, look, yeah. you're doing the right thing. And I think that's the, when you are obeying the big other, you feel that look of approbation yeah. constantly. And this is another, and this would be another reason why to refuse the straight swap with uh, the symbolic is that like one of the things that in seminar ten we talked about this in the um, mirror stage episode that Lacan says is in the mirror stage, and it's and it is arguable that it's there, but he doesn't emphasize it there. He emphasizes it later. Is that the um, the child seeing itself in the mirror looks back at the parent to for support that it's like it's doing something correct. And this, this like, um, this look over the shoulder at like the, at the parent, uh, to, to, to guarantee the, um, the, the, the consistency of the, of the action. That is something that we do that, you know, Lacan argues like all the time, like throughout life. And I think that this, that's a, it's a really great example of the, um, you know, the, the person in Texas looking over their shoulder at Zaddy Trump, right. To guarantee the, the consistency right. Right. of, 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 of his, of his action or their, you know, their action. And then, you know, the, the example you just gave, um, in Vermont of the, of the opposite, but it has that same look, uh, to, for, of support basically for yeah. some outside authority. Well, the, it's interesting that it's support for an action that violates a norm, right? Isn't that what's yeah. funny? Because yeah, 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 the big yeah. other is in some way the source of our social norms, right? Mm-hmm. In some way. But 
it the 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 actions that it authorizes are i almost want to say almost always actions that transgress another kind like either the law mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. some other kind of norm right like the the yeah. the, the texas people not wearing masks they're mm-hmm. clearly transgressing this communally often it's the law often it's or communal rules whatever mm-hmm. yeah and here my my mom's husband feels like he can go up and and certainly violate social mores, right? And mm-hmm. and and he feels, and the big other is compelling him to do that. I mm-hmm. think so. So that I find that really interesting. That that the big other isn't just saying obey the law; mm-hmm. it's saying transgress in this certain particular <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. And I mean, that is the. Um, I guess that's another thing that um, that, that Zizek talks about with um, with his a twist to, to ideology uh, uh, from Althusser is that like, it's the, you get the little, the little transgression, the, like the local transgression, you know, like, like that, that also ends up being part of ideology, which again, you can see why people, you know, make that straight swap. But I, but, um, uh, the, the thing here with, uh, with the big other that is, but is well, I think well worth like articulating, like at, at this, at this juncture is that you can see with the Texas Vermont example that, um, the big other is commanding like two completely different um, attitudes, like actions, like uh, responses. And that tells you both that it does and doesn't exist because that tension is not contradiction in the Hegelian sense where it's going to like, oh, we need to hold on to it and it's going to, it's going to lead us. Um, we, we were going to harden that, that, contra- that contradiction, that like intractable like impasse. We're going to harden that and like, and move forward um, intellectually. It's, it's like n- you have to kind of, you just have to recognize that, that there is this, there is this relation to outside authority that um, governs uh, social interaction and, there's, I don't, I don't think there's a, I don't know, like there's not a beyond there, right? Like you can't, like you can't socially get beyond the the big other. You have to, I think, have that dual recognition, which is that right, like it right. does and doesn't exist. And that right. that's, that is the, that is the contradiction worth holding on to. Not that like, oh, this is just utterly um, like, it's it's utterly incoherent and and it must be rejected. Like we need to re- like I don't. That's not Lacan's position. I know. Although, uh, isn't it interesting? I just as you were saying, I think that what you said is absolutely right. And I think um, it made me think of you know you can't just get beyond it when you said yeah. that. And I thought it may, it reminded me of Antigone because I think. Mm. Doesn't he have this weird moment? I think Seminar 7 is just weird and stands out for all these different reasons. But mm. isn't it, isn't, doesn't he kind of think that she goes beyond, like this notion of like yeah. going between two deaths, like she yeah. goes beyond the, the, like the big other no longer has a hold over her. And, he, and I think it's almost true from the beginning of the play. Remember, like she says to Ismani, her sister, like, Okay, either you come with me and do what I'm going to do, or you're not a true sister, right? She's right, just, right. she's yeah. like, it's just like, and 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 from the beginning, there's no none of the social authorities, and this is what drives the chorus crazy. None mm-hmm. of the social authorities have a have a hold on her. I mean, you might even say that the chorus functions as the big other in the in Greek tragedy. But um, anyway, I think that's so. I think there is this moment in the middle of Lacan's thought where he actually betrays. 
what you're talking about because yeah. I think he does see her as something like beyond good and evil, like right beyond yeah. beyond the hold of the big other, and he think he identifies that with ethics. So, right. according to his own point in that seminar, I think it's like you're only ethical when you get beyond the big other altogether. Isn't it a problem that, or I'll, I think two things about this. It's both a problem as mighty convenient that the example of someone beyond the, the big other, like it die, is dead. Is dead. And it's right. the problem isn't that it's fiction. The problem is that like she's dead and doesn't right. have to con- like, and also her, her transgression is utterly social too. Um, and, and, and it rejects, it, it, it is, it is both rejects rules and laws. I think. Right. Although she claims to be obeying the unwritten, the rules of the gods, right? Like there, there's this claim of obedience, which is interesting because. Well, then, then that challenges the whole thing. So then she went to the biggest other, the the, gods to guarantee what she's doing. I know. I know. I think that's a problem. Like there, there is a way in which she's a terrible example for him because she actually does rely on this other mm-hmm. who's so even, she just says it trumps the other gods and it trumps yeah. the, it trumps the law of the city. Right. And I, I think, so you just like, have to say, like, you just have to argue that she's wrong about that, but well, that I think that's what that he says. Right. Yeah, I think that's, but the problem yeah. is that doesn't really matter because that's what, that's what undergirds what she's doing. Like right, for, right for her right. and I don't that seems too hard to get around. Yeah, so I think it's interesting just to, I mean it just what you said made me think of that that seminar and that play as really kind of not like it's an attempt to get out of that problem that you're talking about which is that you always have to deal with this existence non-existence of the big other that you can never fully put your chips down on one side or the other because you're going to be you have to you're almost constantly in motion between these two well, insights. Well, so here's what I'll say, like, and this would maybe be my, my answer to the, to the beyond is that just because you're always between doesn't mean it stays the same. Right. Like what, like, and I think in our example, it's pretty clear that like the big other, what the big other means is uh, a movable feast, let's say. Um, and that is, I think maybe where, uh, it's not just this cynical oscillation, of power, I, I right, like you know, right, like I, you right. know, like oh, either the I either have to bemoan my lack of power in the face of the big other, or how um, it has such a hold over other people that no matter what I do, I can't, I can't change that. I don't think that's uh, no. operating here at all. I think no. that um, what what we have with the with the big other is because of its very. Because of its uh, both its very um, inconsistency and insubstantiality, but also its like dominance, it can be moved and and changed. And I think I don't know. I think maybe I, I would argue that that like what um, that you can you can shift like uh, I guess I would put it this way that that what what uh, um, I mean. There's no reason why what the wearing the mask means in, in, in Vermont can't suddenly become what it means in Texas or vice right. versa, you know, like, like there's, right. so, so that is both, that is both a problem, I guess, politically, but, um, ethically, I think it offers an opportunity for, uh, transgression that changes the over, 
overarching system. Does that make sense? Do you- yeah, it does. Except my, here's my question for you. Sure. Um, yeah. Does the, and I want to get into a little later to how the different how the big other functions because I think how it functions in terms of transgression is pretty interesting and, and can mm-hmm. be fleshed out a little bit. But my my question for you is this: like, what is this? And this is kind of just a too big of a question. But what's the <laughs> okay. what's the I'm political ready. ideal mm-hmm. relative to the big other? Is it just to mm-hmm. constantly move it to a different place, mm-hmm. or is it to? This is what I think. I would answer, is it, is it, so I'll give you my answer and then, <laughs> yeah, okay. and then, and then you could disagree. Um, all right, all right. But I think, no, I'll just let you answer and then I'll tell you what oh, I think. So what, okay. what is the political ideal relative to the big other? Um, the political ideal relative to the big other, um, to restate the question, to buy myself some time to think sure. is, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure how, how exactly I would answer that. I, I it seems to me that you would want, um, I think it would have to be a the big other would have to o- occupy a space of basic agreement about what um, civil rights are. I, I, I would say, like, or okay. hum, human rights, like, human like rights. Okay. that. You just don't that you know you you just accept uh, water. Water is a right. Okay, okay. we we, got, we we we've banked that. We're not going back on that. So now, what do we do about? like like access and like distribution and and, and whatever right. like because i like america is just such a like right now a great example of like when you disagree over like basic principles um not only like can you not like move forward but it's just just so much easier to slide backwards and have a big other um justify why why you're doing it you know like, so, like, so so you think you think let me get this right you think sure. that the big other can serve actually a political beneficent function. Um, yeah, I know when you put it that way, it makes me feel stupid, but I, um, no, I don't, I, it's not stupid. It, it's uh, just not my position. Probably. Yeah, I, <laughs> well, I guess I, I guess for me, I don't know why, I guess I don't know why it couldn't, I don't know that I would, okay, right. I guess I, I guess my thing, I don't know that I would be investing a lot of, um, political effort in doing that. Cause it seems a little, like um, we're making up new master signifiers, right? Right. So, no, know, I think you, that's right. Yeah. 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 Um, I but, guess. I guess. But so I, but people do. But but people do do that. That is like a like a strain of like left uh, Lacanian thought, right? Is to like to push these like new yeah. master signifiers, and and I think that 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 is an attempt at um, changing what the, the, the big other means. And right. How it can no, I think so that's, was, yeah. yeah, I agree with you on that. I think that's absolutely right. And that, that's, you know, that's not a, that's not even, that's a pretty orthodox position. I mean, if, yeah. doesn't Alenka, she kind of sets yeah, the orthodoxy, right. doesn't she? And I think yeah. she thinks that this, like she thinks Marx's notion of class struggle was this incredible creation of a new signifier that then changed all of our social relations. And, and I think changed the, what the big other was afterward. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. so I think that's, so I think there is some, I think that's, I think you're right that that's a, not an uncommon position. I guess, I guess, tell yeah, me what you think about this and tell me, yeah, tell me why this is wrong. Cause I think okay. it's probably wrong, but uh, okay. I guess I would say my, that my notion of a leftist or whatever, a political kind of struggle would, would mm-hmm. involve, an acceptance of the non-existence of the big other. So an acceptance that the big other has to be there, mm-hmm. but 
an acceptance also of its insubstantial status so that yeah. so that everyone that no one that it would be a society in which no one could ever appeal mm-hmm. to that force that like oh this is just how it should be no you can never say that like mm-hmm. there there's still there's still mores because I, mm-hmm. I think that I think it's important to distinguish between distinguish mores okay. and 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 the big other. Like I think there's still these collectively, just like the way I think, like if if in Texas there's a way in which um, vi- not wearing a mask is falling with the big other once, then wearing a mask must be something else, right? It mm-hmm. must be, it must be, I think, a, like of some social more that. Mm-hmm that holds the society together. So I think that, I guess, I think that, here's, a, here's I guess, why, why I come down like this. I think that the big other is finally not on the side of the collective. Like, I think the mm. big other fundamentally wants to create division within the collective, can never be universalized. So I don't think the big other can ever be a, a, a partisan in our leftist political movement. Right, I don't think it can be for that reason because I think it it wants to sow division, mm-hmm. and and it, all of its commands are about creating social hierarchies. Like I think that's the yeah. key. I think you have to think big other with social hierarchy, and I think if you don't, you know, and then once you include that, then I think it's impossible to think it along leftist lines. No, that's that's convincing. I think I don't think you're wrong. Um, okay. I think I think that. Yeah, I, I guess the um, no, it's very good. The only, the only, I guess maybe the only nitpick in yeah, in go that ahead. Is, it, yeah, I guess maybe the only nitpick in that, and this is where I, um, and uh, okay, does it is it just is it just flipping though? Like, is that position just flipping what the like what the big other means as like it? it we need to acknowledge it and we need to have this total, we need to have this, 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 this complete acknowledge and also acceptance of it to not follow its dictates. Do you know what I mean? So like in a way it, in attempting to refuse the insubstantiality of it, like you actually have to go so far into substantiating it so that you can have uh, like clear lines that, that tell you really when you're moving toward hierarchy, and then does that not like yeah, I see what further you're saying. substantialize the big other? I, that's I think. That's yeah, I see what you're saying. So the problem is the problem of the meta language, right? Like there's yeah, no, yeah, yeah there's yeah. no, and yeah. I think that I think actually there is no big other is related to Lacan's idea that there is no meta language. Like you can yeah. never step out of the world and then comment on the world. That that comment is always part of the world in addition yeah. to being outside of it. And I think that's right. So I, I, th- I think what you're saying is that you can't, that there's no imaginable society that actually avoids this force of the big other. I think that's yeah. right. But then I guess what I would say is that I think, I, I usually hate this idea, but but I think that 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 the my sort of leftist ideal would then be that the big other is neutralized. Like it's, it's, it's there. It's still a factor, but it's mm-hmm. it's we're yeah we're con- like it's constantly a kind of struggle against it. I guess that's all I can think is it has to be a struggle against it because I don't think that the big other because of its hierarchical 
nature can ever be a force for the left. I just don't well, think this? it can be. How, yeah. I, I wonder if this is where for politicizing it, because I don't, because I, I think that we, that, um, I think we, we, well, not that, I mean, Lacan, it's in the, it's in the text. So it's not like we're, we're, we're inventing this or, I mean, people talk about this all the time, but like, I, I don't, I don't know that the, I don't know that the big other as concept is like productively politicizable. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like this, like kind of right. issue that, that you and I are like are, are having logically with it is, 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 um, maybe alerts us to to something that like a politics of against for it just doesn't for work new out. Big other, yeah. it maybe doesn't. It maybe doesn't afford the, the, what what you want. But here's I, I might like put an addendum with something that we sort of began with is um, is this where you need and maybe is this why Lacan has a second phrase? Is this where you need there is no subject supposed to know because then what you do is you take the logic of the big other and what you say is like, look, it is absolutely not ever in a single person. And that politically, I think, is easier to right. manage right. And, and, and work right. with. Right. And, th- and that does right. speak toward the collective. And it, and it does, you know, justify not like leaderless movements, but just like movements where there never becomes like a clear hierarchy of like, like someone directing it, I, I, right. I guess would be right. the thing. So what, yeah. What do you think about that? As like, yeah, I think like that's a, good. Like a step sideways. No, yeah. I like that. I like that. I mean, I do think though that I, I guess I'm pretty convinced that, that a leftist politics has to always, if it doesn't, I mean, what you're saying is it kind of sidesteps the idea of the big other. And I, I guess yeah. I'm pretty, I, I more feel, I guess, like it it has to be opposed to it, that the big mm-hmm. other is always a problem mm-hmm. because it always is trying to reintroduce hierarchy into society. And It can never be mobilized. You, it can you, never you be mobilized for that okay. reason, right? Okay. That's why I yeah. think it can never be mobilized. I mean, it's interesting that, I mean, I like what you said about it not being embodied in a person, but the great films, I think these high school films are the best films about the power of the big other mm-hmm. because it's interesting because I think, when you're in high school, you feel that you really feel like the other exists. You really feel that power of the big other. But then when mm. you move into the yeah. workplace, it seems like you're just doing your own thing and you no longer, I mean, this is what a lot of people love about college compared to high school, that they can mm. go and they feel like they're free of the big other for the first time. But yeah. I guess what I would say to that is the moment you feel most free yeah. of it is the moment you're most controlled by it, right? Like yeah, that's yeah. the whole, the point is it inv- invades into your very, and I think this is Lacan, when Lacan says our desire is the desire of the other and he, mm-hmm. and it's the big other that our desire is the desire of. Um, what he means is that we are, like what we think of as most individual about ourselves is actually our response mm-hmm. to what the big other desires of us right and we're always mm-hmm. taking our bearings relative to that desire mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think that that yeah i mean that's helpful too like the you remember the phrase that that we kind of landed on on really liking about the um uh d- desire it uh wait, 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 wait no what does he say that um the the no oh, okay this when we when we worked on the unconscious is uh structured structured like a language, like a language? Yeah. We, we we landed on liking a little bit better the the unconscious is the other's discourse right right uh, which um, is his his earlier formation i think right, right? in the right. that's in uh seminar uh two that's in yeah uh, really early right the, yeah the right. um um perling letter um yeah lecture yeah um so what okay so what um 
what what about that? Like, do we do we like because the? I think what that shows is that like in that phrase, okay, the um, the unconscious is the other's discourse is like you. I think it's pretty clear it's the the big other's discourse, right? Right. right? Um, and so that shows this. Um, as you were just saying, this this inter this just utterly inextricable um, relation between how the like the the social like acts on upon the uh, the subject, and that it's that this is just utterly like Im- imminent, like with, you know, with right. an A, and that there's right. no there's no getting around it. Um, so I see. I so I yeah. So okay. Anyway, I just I I see I see very clearly. I do think you're right that like the only like the only position you can take up toward that is just to like take up a position relative to that. Right. Like you can't, like you can't make it work for you and you, you know, you, right, you, right. you, 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 I think you have to, like you have to um, oppose it or be, um, I guess, further aware of it. I think I suppose those, those are the, the political, um, the political options that you're, that you're left with. Um, I mean, isn't there interesting, like, like isn't Stalinism an attempt to make the big other work for the left? Right, yeah. like this, like you're, these constant denunciations of people mm-hmm. are all these, you know, and denunciations of people who haven't done anything. I mean, I think that's the key thing, right? Like that, yeah. like so. The big other is you can see the element of transgression in that too. That it's it's commanding these transgressions from people, and it's it's you know it that's that's soldering the society together. But at the same time, it's 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 destroying it. I mean, it's destroying any attempt at equality, right? Like yeah. I think that that's the. It seems to me like that's the key thing that the big other is an anti-egalitarian force. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think that's why that's that's the why I suggest the um. There's no subject supposed to know, right? Like you don't right you right. don't concretize the you don't concretize the big other in uh, in Uncle Joe. Um, for for example, um, and <laughs> and and like I mean, it is. I don't know, like, like it is, uh, I don't know, like the, like, aren't the biggest, like this is what the the right always likes to do is that like, oh, well the most successful left regimes had dictators at the front. And it's like, that's just the, like a tendentious misunderstanding of like what it means to like, you know, pursue a left politics. But like you, maybe what you can see in pointing that out that is useful and like, I don't know, viable for thinking about like politically and theoretically is that like you, you do see the, like the, the poverty of concretizing the, you know, the, the, you, you concretize the other's discourse in one person right? and that, and you know, and, and that that is now that, that is, that is rule and law and, and and, and it determines it. And I, to, to your, your earlier point, it also determines mores, Right. Right. Like, which is right. maybe, maybe, maybe right. that, I don't know. That's interesting. Maybe that needs to be the territory. Um, or, or like is our mores territory beyond the, the big other? Do we want to see that's interesting? That or, yeah. I kind of think so. And I think most people <laughs> would say not. I think yeah, most people yeah. would say, if you asked like our friends on the, just called them up and said like, our mores, the big other, they'd say, sure. Yeah. I think they, I think like to a person, they would say, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think not. I think, and I think my proof of it would be this Texas <laughs> example, right? Like yeah, okay. I think, I think there's some, there's some other kind of collective, and I think the difference is that the big other requires. I'm gonna. I'm just keep drawing the same uh, <laughs> thing uh, that that the big other requires the hierarchy, mm-hmm. and I think mores 
are are actually independent of hierarchy that they mm. they apply to everyone they're just these things that are have to be don't have to be you can reject them but they just apply you know like when you you don't go up to someone in the grocery and yell at them right like that's just a <laughs> yeah, that's sure. part of our mores right or you you wear a mask because other people you don't want to give them coronavirus like well, that's no, the, the 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 yelling thing it does it actually does cut both ways and i think it proves your point because there are of course cases of like you know unmasked people going up to mass people in places like Texas and like calling them libtards or whatever, you know what I mean? Like they're like they're yeah. just stooges for, for socialism or whatever, uh, or communism, whatever, whatever big, uh, big other that exists for the, um, uh, for, for the, for the right in that particular moment. So anyway, I think that, I just think that supports. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, I do want to get to this idea of like what it is the big other drives us to do. Sure. Because I think that is so it's, and I think this touches on it. It's so fascinating that it's not just, it's not just contentless, that it's always Mm -hmm. driven to a transgression of some sort or another. Like, and I think that you and I have talked about this quite a bit that we mentioned this in a previous episode, the idea of these certain logical fallacies, like begging the question Mm -hmm. or slippery slope. And what you and I both find, I think equally fascinating about these Two, at least these two examples is that they're always used incorrectly. So, so the yeah. big other constantly employs these terms. Like, there's mm-hmm. that slippery slope argument, and <laughs> but the point is, slippery slope means it's going to lead from this one thing to this hyperbolic thing that's not really connected at all. So, rather than being a logical fallacy, slippery slope is actually a kind of logical thinking, yeah, according to the big other. Well, when I was, I mean, here's the, the, the ties together, like a lot of what we've just been talking about and in the present moment. But when I was a kid um, in, uh, uh, we had these drug awareness programs. It was called right. DARE. DARE, right. Yeah. yeah. And um, I just remember, like, I, I don't know, maybe I, I might be, um, maybe I'm fusing some uh, the the like STD um, uh, se- mo- moment in Mean Girls with my own like uh, lived childhood, but like we like I was told by cops that if we smoked marijuana one time, we would do cocaine um, because the high would never be good enough ever again, and then heroin, and then we'd sell our mother's television <laughs> for money, and we'd sell all of our stuff, and we'd lose all our friends, and we would die. And it was like, wow, <laughs> that's like that's pretty, you know, because that's, pretty that's, bad. that's yeah. the whole gateway drug thing. And now, I don't know, like years later, I don't think this is done quite as much because what all the research said is like, look, because that's not true, <laughs> it makes it children grow, it grow, makes children grow up to be less um, compliant with authority and less likely to believe dictates from, you know, parents or like, you know, you know, police and things like that. So it's, and, and because that is, that's the effect of the slippery slope is like, look, yeah, of course there are people who smoked marijuana and then did cocaine and then, and did all that stuff. Like, of course that happened. Like, I'm sure like that happened, but that's just, that's not the, the 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 framing of it is that this is the always trajectory. That's like that's what the Dare program was promised. Right, on, is right. that like look, you can't do this because this is going to be the, like whatever you think your life is going to be like. It's not. It's going to be determined by these drugs. And yes, of course, addiction like does that to to people. Like it like that's one hundred percent. So it's just like that. It's taking that little grain of truth and 
and and making a whole beach out of it, right? Like and and yeah. you like you can't do that, uh, and because the 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 logic just like it falls apart. So anyway, yeah, right, this right. This it's was, a that's a great yeah. point, Ryan. It's yeah. such a good example. You know what's funny is that we. We drummed into our kids the same message, <laughs> <laughs> but we same had, thing, anyway. same exact thing. But we had a we had a concrete. I think it's different slightly because okay. we had a concrete example of really close family friend of ours. His son started out smoking pot, went to heroin, mm-hmm. became heroin total heroin addict, then killed, blew his head off with a gun. So. So yeah. that was, I think, I, 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 and I think it's interesting because we don't say it happens all the time. Right. We just well, said, that would be, I would imagine that you did it differently than cops in Bridgewater, Massachusetts. But still, we, yeah. we did say like, you really got to be careful about doing this yeah. because this is what, this is what can happen. We just said it's what can happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. we know this concrete case and, and they're really good friends with the, the father who's, you know, obviously his life never became the same. So here was the difference. What you did was you gave your children an extreme case and you kind of left it up to them to decide if that was something they wanted to be involved with. And they decided, I would guess, like, no. So that... Well, I maybe they said no. I don't, I don't know. You know what? I'll tell you. I'll let you know if Dashwell sends me a text and lets me know about this great crack cocaine high. He was okay. All right. Yeah. All right. That'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So, so anyway, so, so slippery slope we talked about, and then I think begging the questions and have a very interesting one where it's used, the big other uses it because people use it as they're mouthing the words of the big other in the exact opposite way that it's yeah. meant. So it's meant avoiding this territory of a question and it's always, I mean, I almost, I don't think on television I've ever heard it used correctly, right? Like yeah. it, so the correct way is of course that you're avoiding, I already said the correct way. The, the way it's used is that it's used to say you're, you're prompting the question, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Which is, it's yeah. never, it's, it is never like, well, this begs the question that blank and it's like, nope, you just fell for it. You just yeah. moved forward right. in the argument. You just, right. you know, like, um, uh, it's, it's like, like most, um, most politically, uh, conservative or even like, you know, moderate, like the, uh, what's a better example than trickle down economics, right? Like we're going to do this to create, and, and there's going to be this trickle down effect and this is going to happen. And then this, and then it's like, well, this, you know, this begs the question to see if in five years it'll really happen. It's like, no, 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 it doesn't. <laughs> not five, not five years. No, it's it's now. <laughs> Stop right, it now. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> like, That's so great. That's so yeah. great. But the one I actually the one this is an illogical fallacy. But the thing yeah. I thought I've heard so many times with the police violence mm-hmm. is this concept of the bad apple, and oh, I yeah, find yeah, it yeah. so fascinating. So. I've heard people, there are these leftists who said, let's stop talking about bad apples. It's, it's not just a few people. It's, but of course, and I, the, to give him credit, this guy, Chris Hayes on MSNBC, I, he did a whole thing on, we don't understand what the saying is about the bad <laughs> apple. <laughs> That's good. That's because good. the point is, of course, a bad apple spoils the bunch. And, mm-hmm. and everybody who invokes that invokes it in the very opposite way, that they're just mm-hmm. a few bad apples and thus the bunch is fine. So mm-hmm. I find that really, really fascinating that that the big other doesn't, and I, I think, I wonder if you, what you think about this in terms of, of intellect. Like I almost think the big other forces you to sacrifice, to prove your allegiance Mm. By sacrificing your intellect. I mean, that's what I think those yeah, that's examples. That's really nice, Todd. I like that a lot. Uh, <laughs> you think that's right? 
Yeah, I like that. Well, I like it a lot that, that, um, well, I, I think it, um, because it, it seems, I guess I would say this is that there, there's a lot of, um, there are a lot of positions that are either, I don't know, um, that, that are, that are politically conservative or regressive, um, that have this element of you, of, of like, like danger of like you doing something that like to someone that has the structure of, of, um, of like critical thinking, um, that really, really doesn't. So like, I think in this example, it seems like what someone is doing in accepting the, the, the fallacious, the logically fallacious argument yeah. They're actually moving beyond sense certainty and trusting someone else. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, 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 like they're so like that, that seems to like, we just talked about this with Hegel. Like that seems to have the structure of the, like the, the beginning of absolute knowledge is that like, you have to recognize that like there, you know, that there, there are, there are knowledges and, and ideas and, and, and ways of working that are outside yourself. And that like, you don't just do things because you've done them before and you know, it works out. You have this trust in a wider world of relation that you have to have to just to, to be a thinking person in society. So that giving up uh, something to trust in the big other, it seems to have that very same structure to it. And I, I think the other b- big example of that, like we talked about this in like the, the, like the conspiracy theory episode is that like to, to give, to give in to like a total paranoid position seems to have the structure of a critical thinking one because you're like going underneath right. the narrative, but right. it is in search of, as we talked about in that episode, that episode in particular, it's in search of the other of the other that, that, that guarantees the consistency of the investigation you're doing because it refuses the dominant narrative. And, um, and, and that's how, you know, you're doing it right. So like, so yeah, so I think that, um, that's what I, what I, what I think is, is at work in these, um, like inversions of logical fallacies is it, it, it isn't just, you have to accept the, the incoherence of it for it to work, but it, it seems to mirror some other function of higher thinking that you can, you know, I consciously or unconsciously like, like sell yourself on. As right. a, as like right. like participating in the creation of thought and intellection, right? There's also this element of defiance to it. Yeah, right? that's like exactly. I, yeah, yeah. Right, right. yeah that well, you yeah, made like me think of that. You're a rebel. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. I think uh, I think you make this point really well in um, uh, enjoying what we don't have. Um, that 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 the position of in of the of the of the American is the rebel without a cause. Right, and so like right. to um, to make like that's that's why that's that's why the like anti anti mask anti vaccination like all this stuff is like is big here because it seems like refusing authority but really it's like it's 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 finding the the movable feast uh, big other like somewhere else yeah that's you know? that's good that's really there's good there's no yeah. there's no science that's there's no science that supports anti-vaccination right. or not wearing a mask. So you know what you do? So you just, well, you know what it does support? Freedom. And right. so there's your, there's right. your big other, right? Right. right. Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. Like it's really good. You've twice mentioned a movable feast. Is this a Hemingway <laughs> illusion or no? Yeah, it is a Hemingway illusion. Sorry. Yeah. There, I've listened to a podcast that they use that phrase all the time and it's just like yeah. sunk into no, my No, I mean, do you think yeah. what's, are you relating, do you relate his idea to the big other? Like the, the um, Oh, I wish I was. Uh, no, you weren't. Okay, okay, I wasn't. Okay. I just okay. the, really the title 
and okay. the idea and okay. yeah. yeah sorry yeah. Okay. That's, okay no that's okay that's fine I mean oh, I think no because I know you like talking about modernist literature because that's, oh, that's I that's, love that anyway the, you yeah. know I mean yeah. Whole, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah yeah I blunted, do uh, blunted the edge of my perceptions to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so I think yeah. that's so I, that notion of so it's interesting to compare it with there is no other of the other right yeah. so so that figure who believes in the big other has some sense of rebellion, but not as much as the figure who believes in the other of the other, right? Because they feel like we're, I'm totally on the outside oh, yeah. Yeah, of the getting, social order. And I have an insight direct, that... Yes, I'm sorry, this is like Sports Talk Radio, but yeah, like they're getting the direct line from God or like some other source, right? Right, like it's, right, yeah, yeah. right. And so, so the big other isn't that kind of assurance. No. Um, but it also, but it, I think the difference is that the, when they're when you're invested in the other of the other, mm-hmm. in, that's paranoia. Um, mm-hmm. That you you feel like the lack of confirmation of your position by others is actually confirmation. Yes, exactly. Yes, and that's why. Yeah, and uh, we we talked about it with those positions before in the past. But like when you think you're mainlining the secret truth of the universe because no one like agrees with you. That's a tough position to argue. <laughs> like, I like know. It's, I know. To, it's I hard know. to get that person out from that position. And and like, uh, yeah, it's um, I yeah, I know some uh, people very well who like that, like that describes their political right. Uh, right. thing. And, and it's just like it's it's not like any really and, and any attempt to like um to move aw- like like away from any any principle. Like w- if you. It doesn't matter how successful you you can be at the like. Actually, the more successful you are at disproving someone's premises, if they're if they're if they are um, adopting the, the other or the other, is yeah. just going to convince them more. Like, that's like, that's, great. like that's it's so great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's so great. It may, but you know who it reminds me of, and I don't think he's a paranoiac. Is Pascal because um, Pascal's point is that the 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 non likelihood mm-hmm. of God existing is actually mm-hmm. that's why we should believe in it. You know, like the yeah, right, the, right, right. the less the less the things like every proof against or any any evidence mm-hmm. against God's existence for Pascal is just actually put it on the other side of the ledger, right? Like yeah, it, it, yeah, so, yeah. I so it's kind of like that. But I think if you believe in the Big Other, it's much more. I think it's much more of a collective feeling, right? Like you mm-hmm. you feel like you're part of a group. But I I do also think. You never really, I mean, this is part of the way it gets its hold over you. You never really feel like you fully belong. And I think yeah. the big other, the more, it, it's like superego in this way, the more you capitulate to it, the less you feel like you belong, right? right? Yeah, you, yeah. You, like you're, not, more, you're not doing things for you. You're, you know, you're, you're doing things for some other like external thing like like that but that you don't even, you're not even a part of it like people right. who go to the people who go to the gym who who like who never do before like cuz they cuz they have the social uh the the injunction to do it like right you, well you, gyms you, look at all the money they make on that because yeah. they sign these people up for a one year membership knowing that they've just come because the big other has told them to yeah and so after one month they're going to stop going and they're not going to get their money back i mean that's yeah. the that's the <laughs> yeah. logic under which gyms make a profit i think so i think that's yeah. a great example yeah and like planet fitness does it even better because they tell you there's no contract so you're more likely to do it and just leave it for a few months or right. even a year. And like, like that, I think I saw this years ago that, um, most of these gyms, they make their money from people who don't, 
who it, it, even the ones without contracts. It's from people who don't go and it, they just think that they might, or they're just embarrassed to cancel. Like the, cause it's, we're going to do an episode on this like another time, but it's a pretty good example of interpassivity too, which is that like you having the gym membership is just as good as you working out like that. That's like, pretty like, great. yeah, like that's, that's, it's more than, more than good enough. Um, one uh, okay. This thing. idiot we're attacking just a second before we get, I, I just want to, <laughs> this idiot that has the gym. I, I, you brought up Planet Fitness. I actually belong to Planet Fitness <laughs> and I, and I, I subsequently joined a different gym cause they had tennis and Planet Fitness okay. doesn't have tennis. And so I'm like, okay, I should cancel my Planet Fitness. But then I'm like, well, I like to go there once in a while. It's different machines. <laughs> And and it was finally like six. I hope Hillary doesn't listen to this because she'll think what a waste (laughs) of our money. I think it was like maybe a year. I was going to say six months, but I think it was a year and I hadn't gone at all. And finally I went over there. I'm like, look, I got to cancel. And, (laughs) and you know, they like, although it's a little bit of a pat, they make it a little bit of a pain to cancel. But, um, but so, yeah, so I am the idiot that that kept going to play the fitness. Yeah. That is exciting for me to know. I'm really happy to yeah. know. That. <laughs> you get you 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 scared your children with a dare talk, and you're a, you're a gym contract loser. I didn't know I, that about I you, Todd McGowan. Um, I know. I, know. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you one thing about. Um, I, I I've been thinking about this, and I wanted a context to to bring this up to you. And I think we found it is that the the other of the other um, the person that believes in that like that uh, that kind of paranoia that makes the the, you know, that any, the, the very non-existence or non-proof of something is the proof that they need to keep believing something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think the only way out of that is or like, is to, is to accuse that person of covering up for an even bigger like conspiracy or, or, or whatever, like, like to, cause I was, I, I was just, I'll tell you this. I was, um, texting with a, a friend of mine who was talking about how she would like for me to have a conversation with her dad. Who's like, he, he's like this, this right wing person who loves like toying with like snowflakey liberal. She didn't use that phrase, but that's like what was the kind of the sense that I got. Like just, right. it, it's just fun for him. Like he just adopts a wild position or whatever. Right. And right. I was just thinking like kind of as a, as a, as a joke, but like to present it seriously, something like, okay, if, and I don't know this is the case, but it, let's just say this person, um, their big thing is about, um, abortion and restricting like reproductive rights and stuff like okay. that. So what if, um, I like my, my made up position is that like I actually support abortion up to 200 months because <laughs> when you get to over 16 and a half, d- you're fine. But b- up until that time, it should be all right, you know? So like, and that like, like you, you, you just, ad- like you just adopt this bigger, crazier position. That they already think. That, they already well, no, think no, 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 not no. that, but that, but that like they would have to, because it's so outlandish. Cause this is the whole point. It's just so outlandish that you'd force someone to push back at least initially. And then they would have a principle. I see what you're saying. You right. What I see what you're saying. The, yeah. Cause yeah, the yeah. point, and, and then maybe you can do work that way. I don't like my, my example is, is stupid and probably doesn't work, but that, but that like the specifics of it, but I think the structure of it, like, I don't know, maybe has some potential because the whole point is that like you, like when, when all people do is move goalposts and they refuse to put like, like what you need to do is make them put a, put a, put a, put a flag down right. and then, and then you can, then, then you can do the kind of the, the, right. the, the logical work. Then you can do 
the this sort of this thing what we're that we've been talking about this like this uh, awareness of them being spoken by like the the big other and just like like adopting um, positions and doing things that like make them isolated right like I think right. that that's like sort of right. the the um the goal of like the why <laughs> the why theory in this particular thing is that like you know this would uh hopefully help someone help someone else uncover like just the um the the the, the whys of the 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 beliefs that they don't interrogate because to interrogate them is really to expose an obeyance of a social authority that right. they otherwise claim not to obey Right. I think, I mean, I think that's right. And I think that's, I mean, what you're really describing, it's fascinating, is how to bring someone from paranoia to hysteria, right? You're trying to like, how can I hystericize the patient, right? I think that's what you're saying, which is really good. I think that, that, and I think you're right that until you get them off that psychotic paranoid ground, there can Mm -hmm. be no argument. But I do think also that it's never really about the argument. It's always about the the enjoyment that the position yep. gives them. And I, I, that's why I think there, I think there is something to be, to be gained by exposing that to the person. That was, that was kind of my, like if I can prove, right. That's what you're trying abort, to do. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. By my 200 yeah. month abortion. Right. You know, right, like, like right. then, then I kind of take that away. Cause that's the, that's, that's the whole thing is that when you, and, and people fall into this all, t- I think that we're maybe on the other side of the political moment where people think that, you have to, I'm like, I mean, it feels like years ago that I said this on this podcast that like, you cannot play whack-a-mole with like little like political transgressions. And if you can just get like the people on Twitter and Facebook to like understand, uh, then like you've done something like collectively, I think like this moment is showing what collective like action and changing thought like actually looks like on, on, you know, is that like you have to find the position of the universal. And once you've done that, you mobilize it. You don't do this like individual thing, but like, it's also, I think on the, on the individual level, what people are always frustrated by is that like when you, you argue with the Trump troll or whatever is that they are always enjoying more than you and there's nothing that you can do to, to, uh, to, to take really like the, like what all, every attempt to give knowledge to that enjoyment, it fails because that's not the, point of it of it like right. the, 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 right. it never works right. that way right because it's right the whole point is to actually disavow knowledge in order to avow enjoyment right like yeah that's the whole, which right. is i think uh, that goes back to like like 10 15 minutes ago that was your your that was your your thing about the logic about the big other right right logical fallacies is that like yeah, to, I, you yeah yeah i think that's absolutely crucial to understanding and i think you know you're in the grasp of the big other when you're doing something that violates something inside of you like it can be a it can be you know something as extreme as the kantian moral law or it can just be your sense of of like what seems logical right like it can be yeah. it can be anything but that violation that transgressive i think that's the big other has to operate in that way and then it then the other thing that it does is it tells you that you're going to be set apart by obeying i think that's mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. crucial. Like you're going to be, like you'll be one of us if you obey. Yeah. And anytime you feel like yeah. by doing this act, I'm going to be one of us, then you you know you're on the wrong, you're on the wrong side. And I I feel like that's the that's why the big other can't be mobilized for the left. And I think that's actually, mm-hmm. if you think about it, that's one of the right's huge advantages because yeah. the big other is, as you point out, I think rightfully so. You can't get rid of it. Um, mm-hmm. It's intractable, and yet. 
I mean, you can minimize maybe, but um, but it's always going to be there. And so the right always has this force working on its behalf that the left doesn't have and can just, all it can do is try to challenge it or try to, to undermine it in certain ways, but it can never invoke it. I just want to come back quickly to this point you made, which I thought was really good, that that the big to see the big to say the big other doesn't exist is to say that it's insubstantial, mm-hmm. and I think isn't there a link between? I think Slavoj has said this many times. Maybe that that there's a link between uh, substance as subject. Hegel's notion mm-hmm. that there mm-hmm. is no substance that's not always subjectified, mm-hmm. and the big other doesn't exist. That this is one of these moments where Lacan thinks he's going beyond Hegel, but yet <laughs> it's a very Hegelian idea. I think the big other mm. doesn't exist. That's very nice. Yeah, I think that too, like that's um, yeah, it, it, that the way that worms its way into like understanding. I think even a Freudian point, which is uh, which maybe this is Freud being. Um, Hegelian when he thinks he's not also is the, how, how social the, how subjective the social is, how social the subjective is. And and that like you're, you are always like implicated in this, um, this circle, right. Of, of, uh, of, of, of influence from that. Like, I mean, this, this is why I, um, so the Lacan of the symbolic that we talked about earlier, I think like, like he's pretty insistent on like the three orders emerging like all at once. Right. And there's there, you know, and I think it, it's for this reason. Um, I think he says that explicitly in seminar two that like that it's not like you go from imaginary and then you see this symbolic. Right. But right. As you're right. doing the symbolic, there's a little piece of uh, right. what we would call the real that you don't see and you just ignore. Like it can't be like that. It's that like there's no open. There's no beginning uh, of where the, the social starts to, to intervene into the, into the individual. There's no, right. it's just it, it, the, the formation of subject and social occurs exactly at the same time. And right. so this is how there cannot be, as you said, that no substance that is not subjectified. Right. Uh, and, right. and, and you cannot have like, you cannot, and like as we talked about in the the Hegel episode that we did on the um, the first section, right of phenomenology, is that like you can't you can't interact with an object that is not already part of a chain of right uh, right now that's right that's right that's right. It's interesting that 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 in some way I think you could read absolute knowing as mm. the recognition that the big other doesn't exist, right? Like that. Yeah, like, that's pretty good. Like in some way, it's the end point that Hegel's whole philosophy is heading toward. And I think it's, you might even say that that's true of Lacan. I mean, I think a lot of people do think that the, the notion of the cure that Lacan has is precisely psychically grasping that the big other doesn't exist. Right, right. Which is where, where the, you have to begin, you have to begin analysis by thinking the, you know, the analyst knows something. You have to, you have to begin analysis that way. You absolutely have to. And then you have to kind of move away from that. And, well, I think and, isn't isn't it isn't it the trajectory of class too? Like you begin yes, thinking the yeah. teacher knows something and then in the end you realize, well, whatever. Anybody they just read a lot of books and anybody could come to those insights, yes. right? And then yes. that's the yeah. right I mean that's the right position, but at first you have to be deceived or you can never get to that position. Yeah. Well, it's like the I mean the, the example that I that I like all the time is that like if you start seeing a movie and you're like 
those are actors and right. this isn't real. Right. Congratulations. It's, you're right. It's not like it's, right. we'll do nothing for you. You will never be impressed. You can, you know, talk about how unrealistic everything is forever because right. you you never made that initial like necessary um, mistake almost, you know, like I think that that would be the Hegelian way of thinking about it. Right. For, for sure. sure. Yeah, for sure. I think I love that idea, Brian, because, you know, I, whenever I've had, I had ex friends that used to talk like that all the time when they would, they'd be like, it's so unrealistic. I blah, blah, blah. And I felt, I, I didn't know to say this at the time, but what I should have said is, well, if you're going to not, enter the realm of logos, then I'm not going to talk to you and treat you like you are actually in that realm. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, right, right. you know, like it's a real, it's such an, it's, it's a really an anti, it's a totally antisocial act mm. as much as like serial killing. Right. And it's, <laughs> but it's not treated, it's not punished as severely, unfortunately. <laughs> That's so you would be, I like this a lot. You would be in favor of, um, I don't want to put a position on you that you yeah. don't exist, but you, you want to rehabilitate the serial killer, but you want to punish relentlessly the uh, the person that just thinks that movies are made up, and, but they go to see them anyway, and then they only talk about that. That's so. There's no rehabilitation for that person. You don't think? No, no, no. I, both can be rehabilitated, <laughs> right. but I think both are kind of similar. I think both yeah, are yeah, psychotic, yeah, no, right? Like, yeah, I think yeah, that's, yeah. I see the point. Yeah. Anyway, no, 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 so, no, no, no. It's a good, no. It's not like a. No, I think that's a good. I, right. I think that's a good thing to, because you don't, what is it? Like you, like, uh, you don't, you don't recognize the, uh, to obviously to like, to, to be a serial killer is that like, you, you don't like, what is a person as a challenge of your ability to right. kill them? Right. You right. know, they're certainly, right. they're not a subject. And then like, you know, a film is always trying to trick you, I guess. And so you have to resist it like as hard as possible. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a real link. But uh, <laughs> 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 all right. Speaking of films, I'm I, I my lesson for today is um, watch Mean Girls because it's 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 pretty good, and I think it's, it's good. a good it's a good I think it's a good lesson on the Big Other. You mm-hmm. know, like I think you can almost watch any teen film, but I think I think those Mean Girls and Heather's are these real Big Other lessons. I think. Yeah, and I think longtime listeners will know exactly like they'll know, they'll have noticed that you love Heather's because that's I think the either the second or third episode we've had where where the you, you're the lesson has been to watch Heather's. Really? Okay, good. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just say that as the lesson every time because I <laughs> I, I, I tried to say Mean Girls, but I couldn't help. Myself, I know you but. couldn't. I thought it's, it's so funny. You're, yeah, that's pathological. That's good. It is. It is. It is. Okay. Over and out, Ryan. Over and out, Todd. <laughs>